In England's green and pleasant land. Copyright prevents me from playing the full song for you, and I didn't want to terrify you all and launch into the whole rendition myself. And before I go any further, I would like to say that this is the first time I have tried anything like this. I'm a total technophobe and a complete amateur. That being said, good evening and welcome to the first ever episode of our COVID-19 inspired podcast, Scarlet's Web, the Southport Scarlet's WI. I have to begin by saying that it's with great regret that I have to tell you that we have cancelled the May and June meetings. We will keep you updated with what is going to be happening for the rest of the year and hopefully we will get some meetings in before December. Lancashire Federation are keeping in close touch and unfortunately they have had to cancel all events for the rest of the year including the county show. This is a huge shame because this is their centenary year, but they have bounced back with Centenary Plus One next year when all the workshops and events will be offered once again. And it does, of course, mean that we have an extra time to make entries for the county show and make next year a bumper year. There are some branches where every single person enters something. I'm just saying, ladies, no pressure. As you may have noticed, there isn't really any news in the news these days. So our very own Joe Bailey has applied herself and got together some On This Day in History facts, which I will be dropping into this evening's podcast, starting with the 1st of May. Observed as May Day, a holiday and spring festival since ancient times, also observed in socialist countries as a workers' holiday or Labour Day. In France, Lily of the Valley is sold in abundance. And on this day, in 1707, England joined in union with Scotland. On the 2nd of May, 2011, US Special Forces killed Osama bin Laden in his special compound in Pakistan. On the 3rd of May, 1951, King George opens the Festival of Britain at a service in St Paul's Cathedral and later attends a concert in the new Royal Festival Hall on London's South Bank. On the 3rd of May 1968, surgeons conduct the UK's first ever heart transplant. When the first heart transplant carried out by our National Health in Marylebone, London. On the 4th of May 1494, on his second voyage of exploration, Christopher Columbus discovered Jamaica. And on the 4th of May 1970, four students were shot by National Guardsmen who opened fire on 1,000 students protesting against the US invasion of Cambodia. On the 5th of May 1980, the siege of the Iranian embassy in London comes to a dramatic end after a raid by SAS commandos. And on the 5th of May 2001, Britain's tourist industry hopes that the bank holiday weekend and good weather will attract visitors to areas previously closed due to foot and mouth disease. We can bounce back. On the 6th of May 1954, Roger Bannister, a 25-year-old British medical student, becomes the first man to run a mile in less than four minutes. And on the 6th of May 1966, Ian Brady and his lover Myra Hindley are sentenced to life imprisonment for the so-called Moors murderers. On the 7th of May 1945, Germany signs an unconditional surrender ending six years of war in Europe. And on the 7th of May 1965, white voters in the African colony of Rhodesia back the Prime Minister Ian Smith's Rhodesian Front, which is demanding independence from the UK. And finally for this segment, 
On the 8th of May 1945, the Prime Minister Winston Churchill officially announces the end of war with Germany. On the 8th of May 1968, the Cray twins, Reggie and Ronnie, and their brother Charlie are arrested after dawn raids by police in London. And on the 8th of May 1984, 12 weeks before the opening ceremony of the Los Angeles Olympic Games, the USSR announces it is boycotting them. So, on to WI news. Last month, we featured everyone that we could on Facebook and what they were getting up to during lockdown. So, what are we offering for the month of May? We should have been having our talk through the garden gate with Margaret Fletcher, who was going to tell us about opening her garden up to the public. And as we can't do this, we thought it would be a nice idea for you to get in touch with us via Facebook or WhatsApp or email uh, and send us photos or video tours of your own garden, which we can feature on Facebook for everybody to see. Some of you will know that we're also making a COVID quilt and are asking that every member does a square personal to themselves with their name sewn in the corner. The square should be six inches square with a half inch seam allowance. And it would be absolutely fabulous if we could get everybody uh, to make a square to go onto the quilt. Um, I have put, already put some of the completed squares onto the Facebook page so that you can see it. We do have a very talented group of ladies. Uh, we would also like to do a feature on cooking and baking. So please send in any photos of your cooking and baking that you've been doing during lockdown and we can feature those also. Some of you have already noticed that on Facebook we've done started a story where you can add your own sentence. We'll make sure that the whole thing is available at the end. Uh, there's some really, really witty sentences gone in so far. So well done and thank you for that. Some more on this day in histories. On the 9th of May 1956, Prime Minister Sir Anthony Eden refuses to give details about the disappearance of a naval officer during a goodwill visit by the Soviet leadership. In 1972, 12 Israeli soldiers disguised as maintenance staff stormed a hijacked Boeing at Lod Airport in Tel Aviv and released 100 people from on board. And in 1988, Syria has hinted for the first time that it may send troops in to halt the bloodshed in the slums of Beirut. On the 10th of May 1994, Nelson Mandela becomes South Africa's first black president after more than three centuries of white rule. On the 10th of May 1967, Mick Jagger and Keith Richard appear before magistrates charged with drug offences. And on the 10th of May 1998, the political wing of the Republican IRA at the Good Friday Peace Agreement heralding a major shift in modern republicanism. On the 11th of May 1956, Colonial Secretary Anne Lennox Boyd announces that the Gold Coast is to become the first black African nation to be granted independence from Britain. And on the 11th of May 1985, at least 52 people are known to have died and many more are missing after a fire in Gulf's Bradford City football stadium. On the 12th of May 1967, the British government gives the go-ahead for proposals to convert Stansted into an international airport. And on the 12th of May 1971, Rolling Stones singer Mick Jagger marries his fiancée, say, Bianca Morena de Marcia, after a row with the media nearly halts proceedings. On the 13th of May 1981, crowds in St Peter's Square in Rome are stunned by a close-range shooting of the Pope. And in 1995, a British mother of two becomes the first woman to conquer Everest without oxygen or the help of Sherpas. Alison Hargreaves, 33, is only the second person ever to reach the peak of the world's highest mountain unaided.
On the 14th of May 1957, relief across the country as the Paymaster General announces restrictions on fuel consumption imposed during the Suez crisis are to be lifted. And on the 14th of May 2001, variant CJD, the human form of BSA, C or mad cow disease has been found in 99 people so far, but scientists warn a second wave in several years could be much larger. On the 15th of May 1957, after just two years of development, British tests, it's Britain tests its first hydrogen bomb over Christmas Island as the arms race begins to escalate. And on the 15th of May 2001, British consumers reap the benefits of cheaper over-the-counter medicine after a court ruling puts an end to the drug industry's price-fixing policy. On the 16th of May 1943, Jude's resistance to the Warsaw Ghetto is over after a month of bloody fighting. And on the 16th of May 1968, three die as a tower block collapses. Two women and a man are killed after an entire corner of a new tower block of flats in London's East End collapses. On the 17th of May 1943, an audacious raid into the industrial heartland of Germany uses revolutionary bombs to flood the Ruhr Valley, the Dam Busters. And on the 17th of May 1978, the coffin containing the body of Charlie Chaplin, missing since his grave was pillaged nearly two years ago, is found. And then finally, on the 18th of May 1964, mods and rockers are jailed after seaside riots. Scores of youths are given prison sentences following the violent clashes between gangs of mods and rockers. And in 1991, Charman becomes the first Briton in space. Britain's first astronaut, 27-year-old Helen Charman from Sheffield, has blasted into orbit. Now, in spite of lockdown, we are still managing to get out and about to a limited degree. So I'm going to hand you over to Nancy and Elaine down at the allotment with the plot thickens. Well, it's a lovely morning down at the allotment. Lovely sunny day. The birds are singing. Lots of people here all doing their plots, all looking very neat. And uh, Nancy's very busy with the strimmer, doing all the weeds. Good job, Nancy. It looks a lot better now. No, it doesn't. It looks like a really bad haircut, just like me when I come out of lockdown. <laughs> Oh, now here's Kath, we've just dug over this bed and she's breaking up the, uh, the soil. Yeah. We're going to put some peas in this bed. Yeah, these are early variety dwarf plants for long season. I'm about to, I'm about to water the, uh, the set. <laughs> a bit over exuberantly. Yeah. Right. Very good. Now we can put those seeds in. Very good. Thank you, ladies. Now, just a few more facts about On This Day in History. On the 19th of May, 1980, nine are dead after Mount St. Helens erupted. Nine people die following the massive eruption of Mount St. Helens volcano in Washington State, USA. On the 19th of May, 1997, Labour vote to stub out tobacco sponsorship. The sponsorship of sports events by tobacco firms is to be outlawed, says Health Secretary Frank Dobson. On the 20th of May 1965, British police are to be issued with tear gas. Britain's police are to be armed with tear gas and grenades for use against dangerous criminals. And on the 20th of May 2000, the Blairs delight at the birth of their fourth child. 
the British Prime Minister Tony Blair and his wife Cherie celebrate the birth of their fourth child, Leo. On the 21st of May 1950, a tornado sweeps through southern England. Two people die and more are injured as violent storms and tornadoes sweep through the counties around London. On the 22nd of May 1969, Apollo 10 gets a bird's eye view of the moon. The Apollo 10 mission sends a manned lunar module with, within eight miles of the moon's surface in rehearsal for a summer moon landing. And on the 22nd of May 1981, Yorkshire Ripper is jailed for life. Peter Sutcliffe, known as the Yorkshire Ripper, is sentenced to life imprisonment after a judge describes him as an unusually dangerous man. On the 23rd of May 1984, villagers die in a water plant blast. At least four people are dead and dozen injured, dozen injured more after an explosion at the Lancashire water treatment plant. On the 23rd of May 1998, leaders welcome a yes vote for Northern Ireland. The Prime Minister, Tony Blair, welcomes the resounding yes vote for the referendum on the Good Friday Agreement in Northern Ireland, calling it a day for joy. On the 24th of May 1975, journalists leave a fallen Saigon. A group of around 80 reporters and cameramen, including nine Britons, are allowed to fly out. On the 24th of May 1989, the Yorkshire Ripper's wife wins damages. A jury at the High Court in London awards £600,000 damages to Sonia Sutcliffe, wife of the Yorkshire Ripper, Peter Sutcliffe, against the satirical magazine Private Eye. On the 25th of May 1961, Kennedy pledges a man on the moon. President John F. Kennedy says the US will aim to put the first ever man on the moon by the end of the decade. In 1979, the price of milk shoots up by more than 10% to 15 pence a pint, three times the price it was five years ago. And in 1994, Camelot wins the UK lottery race. The Camelot Consortium wins the contract to run Britain's first national lottery starting in November. Now, we know that everybody is struggling with lockdown and there's so many different worries from our loved ones getting ill, financial and employment worries, and even how we manage to get our groceries in every week. I personally have noticed that we no longer seem to be using the highway code, not for motorists, cyclists or pedestrians. But just to let you know that our situation is not unique. Joe Bailey has again done some more fantastic research for us and found some other epidemics our ancestors lived through and came out of the other side. In 430 BC in Athens, the earliest recorded pandemic happened during the Peloponnesian War. After the disease passed through Libya, Ethiopia and Egypt, it crossed the Athenian walls as the Spartans lay siege. As much as two-thirds of the population died. The symptoms included fever, thirst, bloody throat and tongue, red skin and lesions. The disease is suspected to have been typhoid fever and weakened the Athenians significantly and it was a significant factor in their defeat by the Spartans. In 1347, the Black Death came, responsible for the death of one third of the world's population. This is the second largest outbreak of the bubonic plague, possibly started in Asia and moved west in caravans. Entering through Sicily in 1347 AD, when plague sufferers arrived in the port of Messina, it spread throughout Europe rapidly. 
Dead bodies became so prevalent that many remained rotting on the ground and created a constant stench in cities. England and France were so incapacitated by the plague that countries called a truce to their war. The British feudal system collapsed when the plague changed economic circumstances and demographics. Ravaging populations in Greenland, Vikings lost strength, the strength to wage battle against native populations and their exploration of North America was halted. And the last one, in 1817, the first cholera pandemic. The first of seven cholera pandemics over the next 150 years. This way wave of the small intestine infection originated in Russia, where one million people died. Spread through faeces-infected water and food, the bacterium was passed along to the British soldiers who brought it to India, where millions died. The reach of the British Empire and its navy spread cholera to Spain, Africa, Indonesia, China, Japan, Italy, Germany and America, where it killed 150,000 people. A vaccine was eventually created in 1885, but the pandemics continued. And our last slot of On This Day in History. On the 26th of May, 1950, drivers cheer the end of fuel rations. Long queues appear at garages this evening and motorists have torn their ration books into confetti after an end to the petrol rationing is announced. And on the 26th of May, 1972, Thomas Cook packaged and sold its state-owned travel firm to Thomas Cook & Son to a consortium of private businesses headed by the Midland Bank. On the 27th of May 1963, Kenyatta is to be Kenya's first premier. Jomo Kenyatta is certain to become prime minister after his party, Kenyan African National Union, won the country's first general election. And in 2000, the G a GM blunder leaves farmers in uproar. Scottish farmers who accidentally planted genetically modified seeds say that they will fight for compensation. On the 28th of May 1951, Glasgow powers up for the festival. Princess Elizabeth opens the exhibition of industrial power in Glasgow, the latest show in the Festival of Britain. On the 29th of May 1953, Hillary and Tenzing conquer Everest. New Zealander Edmund Hillary and Sherpa Tenzing Norgay become the first to reach the summit of Mount Everest. In 1984, miners and um, police crash at Grave. Police use riot gear for the first time since the miners strike began as they face their biggest picket line to date. On the 30th of May 1972, the IRA officially declares its ceasefire. And on the 30th of May 1967, Egypt and Jordan unite against Israel. The King of Jordan and President Abel Nasser of Egypt sign a joint defence agreement in case of conflict with Israel. And finally, on the 31st of May 1985, English teams are banned after Heysel. The Football Association, supported by Margaret Thatcher, bans English clubs from playing in Europe following the Heysel Stadium tragedy. Thank you to Joe for doing that. You gave me some quite difficult words to say there. And finally, a note from the committee. Jigsaw Queen Pauline has decided to take things a step further and has mixed the Coliseum, Times Square and the Tour de Yorkshire with the Lido and we will be creating a trip around the world followed by an alfresco dip. 
Karen is so worried about food shortages that she's foregone all normal crops and is currently cultivating nettles in her back garden. Emma is powering through her stash of Brexit pasta and being creative with kidney beans. Jo is being helped with her toils by two imaginary friends, Eleanor of Aquitaine and Elizabeth I. I can only imagine the battle of wills going on in that room. Deb is busy with her downward dog and one-legged pigeon. Not at the same time, we hope. Elaine is walking and walking, and we are hoping that she will make the return journey soon. And Sue... Well, Sue asked me to let you know that she loves you all, but that was the message she left me at 2.30 this morning, so her sentiments may have changed by now. That's all for now, ladies. Stay safe and sane, and we will see you the next time. Bye.